Good morning. Welcome. It's uh, Tuesday and we're uh, looking at Acts chapter 11. And uh, today I'm going to talk a little bit about, about the, the Jewish policy of separation and, and a little bit about what's called the burned earth policy also that, that Joshua used um, as he led the evading army. Um, so predicated, um, well, and then when we finish that, we'll move into uh, the rest of the week as well, I'll share with that at the end. So, so predicated upon his own holiness, God ha- has been separating out for himself since creation a people to follow in faith his pattern of holiness. In other words, God's command to follow his pattern of holiness is of necessity. Um, a, a call, if you will, to imitate his moral holiness. And God's people must separate from anything that hinders them from pursuing after moral holiness. Thus, God's desire was to call out a people who were separate from anything that God prohibited and exclusively devoted to God's moral character and will. And so the Jews lived out God's call of separation by prohibiting marriages to other tribes and nations. Joshua's burned earth policy of destroying everything in the path of Israel's invading army was meant to keep the Jews separate from any foreign influences. In other words, the burnt earth policy was, was though, was not followed through. And the Old Testament records um, are records, if you will, centuries of the Jews turning from Yahweh, God, and following other false and foreign gods. So God's call for Israel to be a light to all nations and to bring all nations um, into a worship of the one true God was interpreted by the Israelites as meaning that any non-Jew who wanted to truly worship God must first become a Jew. And so by the time that the Jews' separation was was, was a central doctrine then, then um, of, of their faith, actually. And if, if a Jew came into contact with a Gentile, that person now was ritually unclean for a certain period of time. He or she was, was, was not allowed to worship. The separation doctrine also fostered an animosity toward anyone who was not a Jew. Gentiles were considered almost subhuman, while the Jews thought of themselves as an elite of humankind. And all of this changed, though, with the cross of Jesus Christ. Paul writes that everyone is a sinner, and everyone has fallen short of the glory of God. John proclaims his gospel that God loved the world so. Excuse me, that God loved the world so much that He gave His only begotten Son, so that everyone who believed would have eternal life and be saved. All humankind was in need, then, of God's grace. All humankind. And with that, also forgiveness. Let's pray. Lord God, with with an amazing path, you have led your people. Help me to understand that being separated from the ways of the world does not mean that I, uh, I don't exclude the world from your precious and saving word. In Jesus' name, amen. So what happened, in a nutshell, is is that the key word, which had been exclusion, let's keep ourselves separate from everybody so none of us get dirty, became one of inclusion now. Let's include everyone, if you will, to the party. Everybody together to come and join us so that we might share with them the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's where we'll head tomorrow. 
in, for the rest of this week is, uh, what does that mean? What does that mean, leaving the world of exclusion? We're by ourselves to protect ourselves, to one of inclusion. Final that thought today. Go in peace of the Lord. We'll see you all tomorrow. God bless.